0: Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Nathan Fox, that's Ben Olson, together with the founders of LSATDemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking LSAT. We have an email here from Ben.
1: Sweet. Hi. First of all, I love the demon. Well, Second. you made it. Of
0: course you... <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> um, thanks for putting my email on the show, Nathan. I appreciate that. Second, I surf. I suffer from ADHD and have been pre-approved for extra time on the official tests. Do you have any tips for a test taker with ADHD, specifically a processing disorder? Thanks, Ben. Um, Boy, my first advice for anyone with ADHD or any sort of learning difference would be to get extra time, which you've gotten, (laughs) so that's good. And then I would say practice with that extra time. You can set that in the daemon, by the way, by going to the advanced settings page and telling it, hey, this is the accommodations I have. That adjusts all the formulas to now consider your to, to now calculate your timing and so forth based on your accommodated time. Um, but other than that, I think our advice still comes down to make sure you understand why the wrong answers are wrong, and why the correct answers are correct. Do you have any specific advice for ADHD? Well, I have a book recommendation, which I got from you. Okay.
0: And it is a book called ADHD 2.0. Yep. I read half of it last night. Wow. Okay. I, by the way, I got to give a shout out to uh, our listener and student, Angie, who finally got me on board with Libby. Mm. I've had a, I've had a Kindle. I've had a paperwhite for a long time and I know that it's awesome.
1: Mm.
0: But I also like the idea, I guess, of the hardcover books. It's just kind of nice to have a book and see the pictures and the feel of it and everything. I I like books. Sure. And I like libraries. I like the idea of the library and I, I've been yelling for, you know, years about how awesome it is to have a library card. And no, I mean, you can just you could go online and you can order any book you want and they'll deliver it to the branch your local library branch and you go pick it up. Mm-hmm. And that's all true. And it's all awesome. And it's nowhere near as awesome as Libby.
1: <laughs> Libby, so is Libby is fucking um, incredible. Is that Kindle's library or something?
0: It, no, it's well, it's not a Kindle thing. excuse me, I don't think it's a Kindle thing. Okay. It's OverDrive. I think it's connected to OverDrive. Have you heard of OverDrive? No. It's just this like system that libraries use so that Mm. people can check out digital content. Okay. And I have two library cards. I live on a county line. Mm -hmm. And so I have a library in one county and I have a library in another county. Okay. And I can look at each system and I can check out, you know, have books delivered to my local branches of libraries. Yeah. Yeah. But what Libby is, I couldn't fucking believe it, man. There's a book that I've been waiting to get in hardcover that I have not been able to get for like a month. Mm -hmm. I finally got on board with the idea of, well, check out Libby. Okay. I get my phone I go to the app store. I look up Libby, L-I-B-B-Y. I I download it in 30 fucking seconds. Ben's going to do it right now as we speak. Yep. I download the Libby app in 30 seconds. Yeah. It searches and finds my library for me. I put in my library card number. You do have to have a library card. But I believe you can also apply for a library card, I believe, through the Libby app. You then put in your library card number, maybe you have a pin or something. There might be a little couple hoops you have to jump through to get it connected. I, but I'm telling you in like 45 seconds, I had downloaded Libby, connected my local branch, request, found the book and delivered to Nathan's Kindle. (laughs) It fucking delivered the book electronically to my Kindle. And I swear to God, the whole thing took 60 seconds. And I've been waiting for them to finally deliver a copy to my local branch, which then I would have to drive down there and go pick up. And it's nice to get some human interaction. I got to be honest. It's like, it is nice to walk into the branch and, you know, see a human and say, hey, I've got a pickup. How are you? You know, and like get (laughs) whatever. But uh, also, I never would have read half of this book last night if it weren't for Libby.
1: Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. I just downloaded it. If I do have a library card, I've lost it, so I will give it a whirl. You can oh, by the way, you can you can get library cards at any book at any
0: library, anywhere. Mm. You don't have to be like a resident of that place to get a oh, library okay. card. Yeah, yeah, and I now have connected both of my local county, you know, so I've got like two counties. and if I ever need any more, I think I can just like next time I'm in San Francisco, I can like just go get another renew my San Francisco library card and then be connected to that library system. Yeah, yeah, and borrow digital content and have it delivered auto magically straight to my Kindle. It's just incredible. Anyway, I read half of this book ADHD 2.0. Yeah, yeah, good. Which you recommended to me. Yep. What did you did you f- make it all the way through the book finally? And what did, did. you think yeah. about it after you recommended it?
1: Um, I, <laughs> geez, you know, I don't remember as much as I would have wished. I wish I would have remembered, but I, 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 I guess I walked away from that book thinking, okay, so it, one ADHD is a thing, obviously <laughs> I knew that, but medication is a serious option, but if you do it, you want to do it targetedly. And there are a bunch of other things you can do to, in your environment to, cope with and deal with ADHD. I don't know. I just, I thought there was a lot of options. I I liked getting that message.
0: Yeah. uh, So my first best piece of advice, I think, well, Ben already said, Hey, if you can get accommodated, go get accommodated because they don't deny people for really any reason, but they certainly don't deny people for ADHD. Yeah. So Ben, our correspondent, Ben, you should definitely, well, you've already been pre-approved for extra time. So you should start practicing with your extra time. You did that. That's great. You should read this book because you need to be able, I mean, you have to learn how to manage this yourself. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't already read a book about ADHD, like you shouldn't be asking random people who don't know what the fuck they're talking about for the, for for help with your disorder or difference or whatever the hell you want to call it. I mean, yeah. we are well-intentioned and we want you to be successful and we will give you the best advice we possibly can. I am doing that by telling you, read this book and figure out what things you need to do. Because mm-hmm. you know it's like, I shouldn't be telling you the things that are in the book. And maybe you have read the book, in which case, forgive me. But if you haven't read the book, it's your thing and you need to take control of it so you know tip for a test taker with adhd read this book or whatever other books about Mm -hmm. adhd and you know teach yourself to fish There's one thing that the demon already does automatically that this book specifically recommends, which is to find your right difficult. Yeah. It talked about how people with, you know, and I got to be honest, I, a lot of, I I was reading this book. I couldn't help but think like, well, do I have ADHD? Because it seems to fit like
1: the human condition. Yeah. Is this the book that talked about vast? I feel like this is, I got, it did. Yeah, familiar with VAST, which is so, I can't remember what that? that stands for again. Me either. But it, it's basically uh, people who have VAST are people who don't have the the brain difference that causes ADHD, but they have symptoms like ADHD because of the environment that we all live in today, with this bombardment of information, uh, right? Social media, constant connection to the phones. If people give into that, and so many of us do, um, we end up getting symptoms like ADHD. So these people think they have ADHD, but they actually don't have that brain, physical brain difference. So what they have is vast, or at least that's what this book was saying. Got it. Yeah. I,
0: I mean, like more than half of the symptoms, more than half of the descriptors in this book of like what it's like to have ADHD. I was like, yep, I got that. I got that. I got this other thing. Absolutely. Mm hmm. But one of those things was if it's too easy, you're going to get bored. And if mm-hmm. it's too hard, you're going to just give up. Yep. And I guess that's worse in people who have ADHD, or at least according to my reading of this book. If that's true of you, correspondent to the show, Ben, then you need to make sure that you're at your right difficult Mm -hmm. And the demon drilling does that automatically. So LSAT demon watches your progress. And when you hit drill, it's going to present you with challenges that it has determined based on your study history are appropriate for your level. And as Ben said, if you, if you, put extra time in your practice sections and practice tests in the demon, that's your personal settings in the demon. If you put extra time, then even when you're drilling, it's going to know that you're an accommodated student. And so it's going to monitor you and it's going to then when you drill, it's going to give you challenges, keeping in mind all of your right and wrong answers in your study history and how long it took you to answer those questions. And it's going to try to present you with just right challenges, which what is that like around 80%, like it's going to try to keep you Mm -hmm. right around 75%. So it's Mm -hmm. good. It wants you to miss one out of four questions. And so your job then is to be like, fuck you LSAT demon. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to miss one out of four questions. I'm going to get them all. I'm going to get them all right. Yep. And then the idea there is that you're now at this like just right level of difficulty that hopefully will keep you engaged yeah. Um the one other thing that I took away from the book uh, and I again I've only read half of it. I'll uh, report back when I read the rest of this book. It's something that I've been wanting to know more about for a long time. Yeah. It went on and on. I thought very powerfully about the healing power of connection.
1: Ah, uh, yes, I do remember that now. It Love talked about <laughs> relationships. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, it it talked a lot about, um, why people struggle with life Hmm. and I think it, I mean, it's in a book about ADHD. So it must be suggesting that problems in your childhood could have contributed to your ADHD. Well, it did specifically say like, um, you might have genetic predisposition to ADHD and then Various things that happened to you in your childhood caused those genes to express themselves. It talked about epigenetics a lot and how we, you know, you might have these genes. For example, you could have genetic predisposition to alcoholism, but Mm -hmm. it never surfaces itself until you have these childhood experiences. And lots of them are related to a lack of connection. Hmm. And that can happen even in your adult life. The point of it all was, you know, and, and I think it was, a lot of it was oriented toward how to support kids with ADHD.
1: Yeah. This book is really probably written to parents right. of children with ADHD.
0: But, you know, uh, our kid, our, our students are, um, frequently like borderline actual cho- children, <laughs> um, yeah. you know, in that they're in, um, late adolescence, let's call it college. And, um, you know, even if you're a young professional in your twenties, I don't know. It, that's it. Mean, it doesn't matter. The advice is the same, right? Yeah. No matter the connections,
1: uh, do these things that help you reduce distraction. Um, yeah. Yeah. But the connection part, uh, it, it just,
0: I mean, it, it's the most powerful part of the book that I've read so far. And it's a book mm-hmm. specifically about ADHD but it was a chapter that had almost nothing to do with ADHD. It was just basically, we all need connections in our lives. Mm-hmm. And so you should, do, you should do things that create meaningful or even casual connections in life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So one of the examples was go to the local coffee shop. And when you go to the local coffee shop, Say hi to everybody. Mm -hmm. It's such a simple thing, but it's like, it's a thing that we're just kind of shit, especially during COVID we're trained not to do. Yeah. You know, during COVID it was like, let's all mask up and let's just keep our distance and let's make sure, oh, well, you can't talk to somebody because then you're spraying COVID in their face. You know, we have to keep the distance. I would almost guarantee that there's been uh, like outbreaks of ADHD. (laughs) in the last couple of years because of that distancing. I bet every problem, every social problem, I bet got worse during this like forced disconnect that we had to have.
1: Yeah, well, there's been a lot of problems. I mean, I, just the other day I was hearing about how violence is apparently up in schools and um, dis- even during the pandemic when the percentage of students at school was lower. So... <laughs> Yeah. the number of violent incidences were up and it's just like people are stressed out. They're not connected. Yep. They're disconnected. There was
0: a headline in the times today about how deaths due to alcohol spiked during the mm. first year of the pandemic. All sorts of these problems <sighs> yeah. happen due to, um, isolation. And, um, Yeah, apparently it can be very helpful for people with ADHD to make sure that they're getting support and love and connection wherever they can find it. Yep, Uh, along with everybody else,
1: right? (laughs) Yeah,
0: right, along with everybody else, which I mean, again, like the book made me think that like everybody has ADHD or symptoms of or, you know, or that (laughs) vast or whatever you're calling it, the Mm -hmm. very similar thing to ADHD. Anyway, read the book for yourself, Ben, and uh, see what you think. I'll, I will re-read the rest of this and report back on some future episode. Cool. And I'll get Libby. So it's a win um, all
1: around. Win all around. Yeah.
0: Cool. Um, email daily at lsatdemon.com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thanks for listening.